Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. You can join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While you're there, you can click on the chat button and join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can also click on the forum button and join our bulletin board system. You can also click on the shows button to investigate the other fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. Please also click on the Donate button and learn how you can contribute to keeping the station up and running and allowing us to improve the quality of our shows in an ongoing fashion. If you wish to participate in today's show, you can join us in Internet Relay Chat, or you can email the show at ch at wcradio.com or casuallyhardcore at wcradio.com. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Well, you're never gonna get it. Tell me what's that for? You have to use words, but this guy's been awake since the Second World War. Well, you're never gonna get it. Tell me what's that for? You have to use words, but this guy's been awake since the Second World War. For Sunday, November 23rd, 2008, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Iolite. And I am Grail. And you are our listener base. And, and we are here to dance for you. And we made it. Yes, we did. Yes. We were just commenting that we, <laughs> we were glad we did, actually. Yeah, one of the only shows <laughs> we made it through. Yeah, every once in a while, while radio, we have this perfect storm of real-life <laughs> commitments and technical issues that make like three shows in a row not air for a particular week so yes. well and it is the sunday before thanksgiving so it doesn't yes. surprise me that if this week is a little bit quiet on well, wow radio actually the last few days have been all normal schedules it was just earlier the, during the week there was kind of a dearth of, of yeah. content but yeah we are now back to normal so enjoy your wealth of new recordings of us talking to you <laughs> some of that sounds less epic yeah yeah well, that's kind of like Wow! In general, it sounds <laughs> looks it, good on paper. It feels it's a lot of fun well, to play, but when you explain I'm, it to somebody, it's like this sounds really dumb. <laughs> I, I have been enjoying so much. I did get to play a bit this week, and that has been fantastic. Um, I and know I would we're not, why we're not epic. We skipped our shtick already. Our shtick. Our shtick. As More usual shtick. in the IRC, we have oh. the ah. amazing monkey. He's also Ooh, good monkey. He's also with us in the Gray Void today. We are dancing in the Purple Parlor, which you can find by going up into the Violet Citadel and taking the portal. Um, my assumption is that we are going to jump off the Purple Parlor and, and die on the on the streets of Dalaran Splat. Plummet. It should be rather, rather impressive. I expect screenshots yeah. to be mailed in. Uh-huh. Yes, we, we <laughs> lots yeah. of fun there. Um, and then I would also like to give a shout-out to uh, Kerrig who made it live for the first time to the dance party today, and um, welcome. Welcome. Um, and I would say since, you know, keep with our shtick of normal stuff we do within the first five minutes, uh, porn. Uh, porn, jiggy, yeah. jiggy, porn, porn. Good. All right. That's been covered. Good. All right. All right. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you managed to do that. I, I try. I got we all got the achievement for logging in on WoW's fourth anniversary. Yep. It's uh it's actually really cool. Now I didn't I'm guessing everybody's getting the Blizzard Bear, not no just idea. not just the people who've been playing the four years. But if you haven't but logged I think in that yet we get today, the 
You should you, make it a point. <laughs> yes, you should definitely make it a point to because. log in. Because in your mailbox, with any luck, um, if it's not the only the people who have been playing for four years, there is a baby blizzard bear waiting for you. And you definitely want it. It's adorable. It's a little polar bear. He's so cute. <laughs> he is really cute. And they just kind of sit down. Um, although, as I've told you before, um, Night Elf dancing with leash attached to baby polar bear that's been fed Papa Hummel's biscuits is a little bit obscene at times. Huh. And you just need to be careful bow, with that. Bow, bow, Which bow, gender? Bow. Well, male. Oh, male okay. Night Elf. Oh, okay. Doing okay. Yeah, okay. it's wrong. It, yeah. It's just <laughs> wrong. And the, 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 the leash the leads... Bear. The leash leads to wrong places, <laughs> ah, okay. and it's just bad. So, hey man, you gotta get close with your pets. I have uh, with them like a hunter. Okay, you can love your pets, but <laughs> just don't, don't love your, your pets. pets. Yes, right. talk about limits here, people. We have. Um, speaking of limits, we're still working on housebreaking the dog. Yes, Oz. and that is uh, yes, Oz. He has a full name now. Osborne Underfoot. His name is yep. Osborne Underfoot. And we call him Oz Underfoot for short. And um, we have not completely housebroken him yet. He's a bit better, but every now and then, like last night in the middle of the instance, I went, Do you smell poop? I smell poop. <laughs> I smell poop. <laughs> There's poop. <laughs> AFK poop. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then it's like, No, no, you got to stop. This has to be cleaned up right now. Yeah. I, uh, I would say, I mean, my dog, it, two months. You're looking at this. Yeah. So just understand you're going to be dealing with this. It'll get better slowly, but it is two months of, of doing this. Something I yep. learned as part of this process is I've had puppies in my life. I didn't realize Io has never actually raised a puppy. Oh. No. It's never been her responsibility or she'd never been involved with the housebreaking and training ah. of a puppy before. Nope. She didn't know what she was in for. It's like, this is having an infant all over again. Yeah, basically. Except in you a, can't have diapers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think they do actually make puppy diapers. No, 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 no. Please no. do not put that vision in, in my head. Hey. Uh. And the... Um, you just shave that spot and you're good. You're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, this, okay, so I would m- remind everyone that Gnomewise is at this point showing disgust when earlier he was discussing filing the teeth down hey, on I animals. Just, just shut your mouth. <laughs> I did that off the air for a reason, you wretch. <laughs> wow. And it was back to referring to the dancing being obscene. And yeah. The same way you just take the polar bear's teeth and, you know. Um, it was terribly, terribly, terribly Moving bad. On. We do have bitter apple spray as as people are um, yes, yes. for chewing and crate that training is a for house key training. Tool. Yep. <laughs> chewing um, hasn't been a huge issue, He's although he good. has started. Yeah. Uh, last night, you know the the good Chinese carved table. Yeah. Yeah, I was chewing on the legs of it last night. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I um, essentially wanted to pull his teeth out at that point or file them down because that is a very, very rare piece. Yes. Well, um, yeah, I mean, understand, as soon as you get out of that yeah. two months of house training, that's when the destruction starts. Destruction. <laughs> so, the around the time, he goes to the bathroom outside, then you go, wait a tick, where'd my shoes, where'd yeah. my... You know, yeah. for my dog, it was basically she at least had a price tag. She went for nothing under a hundred dollars. Oh, lovely! So <laughs> she was very dis- uh, discerning in terms discerning. of her she destruction. She had good taste. Yeah. in terms like of her destruction. The air conditioner she decided to destroy one time. Oh, yeah. lovely! The great. heat exchanger outside. Yeah, basically right outside. Yeah, just went through it. Was probably getting shocked, which I think made her mad. 
and then she oh, just lovely. decided to eat it more. You will die. <laughs> Now it's an ongoing battle, Corey. Exactly. Well, now there's yeah, chicken wire right. all around. The <laughs> yeah. Well, in- interestingly enough, Puppy's been pretty good. Yep. Um, obviously, still Puppy. Uh, he turns 12 weeks old on Thanksgiving. Aww. So that'll be pretty cool. But it is... Um, yeah, the... Uh, we're going I'm sorry, the gray void just completely distracted oh! me. You guys need to say something because I can't read that on the air. According, the according to Muggy, we're going down the DPS tree with our pet. The we're DPS. Putting, tree. We're, putting, we're putting all our points in the DPS tree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we were. Um, I had this great uh, analogy the other day, but it's gone now. Forget it. Poof. Doesn't matter. Funny how it just goes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. That memory. It is the first, first thing to the go, memory, and then, then the I. <laughs> you remembered. I didn't even remember. <laughs> well, we were talking about, do you smell, anyway, do you smell yeah. Grail? I smell Grail. Yeah. Oh, hi, Grail, you're here. It is a formidable scent. Oh. Okay. So we had, uh, I ha- we have gotten to play, I actually got to do a few intro quests out of both uh, Howling Fjord, and I have done my main push out of Valiant's Keep. Um, over on the Borean Tundra. And um, I did ding to 71, which for me is pretty good to get through that and have just that much playing time in a single week. Um, and I'm not, you know, I like to quest casually. Well, there's a wealth of quests <laughs> I'm to be like, had in this. I did all of the PETA quests. Yep. Uh, yeah. the got data. your achievement. Yes, I got good my job. achievement. Data's little, little PETA. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we got... Did that, had lots of fun, uh, assassinated Harold Lane, of course, is the last one right, in there. Right. Um, and he's interesting. I did at some point manage to somehow get a single mob to spawn twice to kill me. <laughs> nice. That was King of the, uh, Ned Lord of the Rhinos. Ned Lord of the Rhinos and his rhino that he rides lunchbox. lunchbox. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. had two of them. <laughs> two Neds, two lunchboxes. She down lunchbox. And was working on Ned, Ned. and Lunchbox, lunchbox respawned with Ned on right. him. Right, and so then I had yeah two Lunchboxes, two Neds, and then the second Lunchbox box. So you're saying so that. I have a dead Lunchbox on the ground, two live Neds, and two live Lunchboxes all beating up on me. At which point I decided, since I was alone, it was time to shadow meld and see if this would actually work because mm-hmm. I hadn't used it in combat yet. Right, and it worked. Thank God. Yeah, dropped aggro and. So basically, you're saying that the NPCs zerged you. Yeah. Zergling oh, yeah. rush. Yeah. Good job. I, I mean, it was right. pretty... You must spawn more overlords. You more overlords. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I finished Borean Tundra. I finished all the quests there. I finished the exploration, and I'm three away from Howling Fjord. Fjord! Yep. So I got three bork, bork, bork. quests to get there, and then I'll get that achievement. Sweet. And I'm about 15% from 75. Nice. So, moving along pretty Jealous. good. Getting yeah. close to that. Although I have to tell you, I, I well, am enjoying, yeah, exactly. I'm going to enjoy, I'm making this last. Well, I'm, I'm doing this every is achievement. The new, yeah. This is the new content we've been waiting for. Yeah. You know, I got to see it as in beta and got to play with it a bit in beta. And now I am just taking my time yep. and reading the quests and yep. enjoying them and looking at, for example, I really did enjoy the... Um, when you have to listen to the little gnome telling the tale out at Fizzcrank's yeah. airstrip, yep, yeah, um, and it was it, it was pretty funny. So what you're telling me is you've got a guy doing Cybermen, 
mm-hmm. is yeah. with the gnomes we essentially. Yeah, you there's know. there's a disturbing thing which we actually got an email on, so we'll get to in the third show. Oh, but really? let's just say we've we've had some disturbing facts come up about gnomes. So oh, we'll we'll, we'll leave. But we that also out there. found right there at the airstrip, you mm-hmm. had a Doctor Who theme going on because you had the Cybermen where they were putting parts and pieces, or mm-hmm. the Borg if you're right. a Star Trek fan. But you also had the ultrasonic screwdriver. Uh-huh. Yes, instead of the sonic screwdriver, yep. so you were reprogramming things. So there's definitely some Doctor Who stuff going on there. Oh yeah, that was that was playing. No, Bliss is king um, of the pop culture reference. Yes, their thing. Yeah, and it was awesome. Although I will say that um, on in our tangent section, mm-hmm. not this last Friday, but the Friday before that, we tried to take Nathaniel to see Madagascar as right, to right. Africa. And I spent, um, and we were watching about halfway through. Nathaniel got too tired. N- Nemesis got too tired, and we went. And we had to take him home. Well, he made the mistake and of doing it in the evening, which was a bad call. Right, right. Um, and he, so he's watching the show, and I realized that the double entendres that are just going to be funny to us, and j- uh, not funny, hilarious to right. us, are are not entirely going over the kids' heads. They're funny to the kids, but not with the double and triple meanings that right. yeah, we not, attach not to everything. For the same reason. So there were two things in the movie that um, just about made me lose bodily control. Wow. And the first one was when the plane was crashing and going, and they were all in free fall. Spoiler and, alert. And the monkeys, yes, spoiler <laughs> alert. Madagascar spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, the monkeys are, and the monkeys are falling, and it's not the, it's the little, like, meerkat-like lemurs. Lemur thing, yeah. Yeah, the lemur things from Madagascar. And he's swinging around from the rafters at the top of the plane, and he says, whatever the guy's name is, Servant! Serve me my nuts on a silver platter! And there's the nuts (laughs) on a silver platter, and they're floating in the air over the platter. And I just about fell out of my chair. King of the lemurs. King of the lemurs, yes. The guy with the crazy... The guy with the crazy accent. The Indian guy, I love you. And then uh, the other one... Hat, it's got the, that's got the gecko Sasha on it. Sasha Baron yeah. Cohen does that voice. Yes. Borat does that voice. Yep. And does it well. Yes. the other one... The other one that just about killed me was when the king of the lemurs comes over after they're all kind of there celebrating the fact that they've made it to Africa. Right. And that it's paradise at this point. All the trouble hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and he's singing uh, Tina Turner's Private Dancer. In the voice. In the voice. Nice. I'm a private, private dancer. Dancer, dancer <laughs> money. Do what you want me to do. <laughs> and the animation they did on him, just throwing his head back, was is over the top. Oh, lovely. Good, I As still you may can't. have noticed, we I are easily amused. Stop. Yep. I'm, it was priceless. It was absolutely priceless. There are so, just a bunch of things there. It's like you, if you. If you have any excuse whatsoever to be childish enough to go see this film because, you know, you have a six-year-old at home or you happen to have that, you can do that a lot sort of thing. worse than that one. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. Absolutely funny. And, uh, and yeah, the, the, the Grey Void is really in rare form today. Oh, so here's a, here's I, a, I'm not going to be able to read The Gray Void if you guys keep this up. I'm sorry. Here's a non sequitur from The Black Void uh, from Asketh. I'm enjoying the new content. I'm just enjoying it as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I see that's and I agree with that comment. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it fully. I'm reading all the quests. I've just had more time to play. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> so. I haven't had a whole lot of time to play, but I'm also... 
I, I tend to take things in stride. I'll, I'll get on and I'll play, you know, a couple hours, three hours, and I'm done for a little while. Yeah. I need a break. I need to get up. And, and also, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to do yeah. around the house and getting things I've been the yep. same way. It's just cleaned up and ready. Little, and little time here and there. But I've been really trying to focus on not going to go to the Dragon Blight or any or Grizzly Hills but until I've finished my achievements in Borean, which I have, and then in the Howling. Well, essentially, I have seen that change people's play right. pattern. Some people's. Yeah. Where... As I say, some people. Yeah. <laughs> the... Where you'll, you will clean out an area completely because you know that there's an achievement tied to finishing those last three quests. Exactly. Instead of just trundling on to the next year because maybe you're a little bored with the previous year. No, I'm going to hang out here. Just, yeah. just do these couple and, and well, get the experience. I would say it's... Wor- I mean, I, we, I probably could have gone to Dragon Blight with, like half the quests of Howling Fjord done. Mm-hmm. And so, but instead decided to stay there. And I've seen people advance through, and I'm sure they're getting more experience doing so, and probably getting to 80 faster. I mean, I saw it looking priority. for group the other day, you know, looking for a heroic whatever dungeon. I'm uh-huh. like, Jesus. <laughs> so. Well, that's a good uh-huh. thing for the tangent section. Um, we had the uber guild of the entire universe yes um which was a unification of the yeah, first gaming guild last week. yeah yeah they <laughs> they've cleared it out but yeah. it's like they like skipped all the five-man content and just went straight for the right. like okay have, hope you had fun that's yeah, what that's what they want to do and they want to be you know get all the firsts and run along you know it's you know you only get I guess one shot. Yeah, that's my way I look at it. It's like you only get one shot at doing server first. Yep. If that guild wanted to be server first or hell, world first, hell, world first of of clearing those dungeons, then kudos to them for they had for to jump it on off. it. Yeah, yeah, they had to do it. That is something so. that uh, is this expansion definitely greater than previous one. There are way way more quests. Oh yeah, than you will ever need. In order to simply level. Sure. That's really nice because when you're done, you can come back and finish them simply for the bonus cash. Right. And rep. Rep and lore. Um, But yeah, they definitely seem to have put a lot lot more meat into the middle bit. Yeah. There's there's this breadth of content between 70 and 80 Mm -hmm. where there's not just one through line. Like with, with WoW Vanilla when it was new, there was basically, there was a through line. And you would run out of quests. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and speaking... I'm, and there was dearths of quests yeah. as well. Yeah. In specific places, definitely. And what was interesting, though, was the... Um, you would get the... You'd get through things, and you would have to go on then into content you either weren't ready for, because yeah. the level had moved up a right. bit, and so you were really struggling with it. But what I like about this is I'm kind of now get doing the two-pronged approach. A few quests over here in Valgard, a few quests yeah. over here in Valiance, and I'm kind of working my way. The one thing that is annoying me is none of my fli- flight points connect yet. <laughs> yeah. I will run you across the continent. That has been bit. frustrating, especially for getting 74 and getting to Dalaran, and then getting the flight point, and then being told I can't fly out of there because I don't have the dang connecting point. Very oh. first day I went to Northrend, <laughs> I ran across the continent to link the flight points together because I remembered how annoying bear. that was. <laughs> oh, you can do it. You can just you can just pelt through there and run like hell and, and make make a a list of. I've just been used connect. to even um, 
even the Outland and the regular WoW, where basically you got the flight point. If you had two flight points, it just meant you had a really long flight right. to get between them. This place is like, no, no, no. We would like you to explore, please. You need to have all the connecting pieces or you don't get to go yeah. anywhere. And that that has been a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's definitely by the same. I mean, there's, there's a reason why we can't fly until level 77. Blizzard would like us to hang around on the ground and see what they've been working on. Exactly. Not fly at a low pixel density and say, oh, look, that looks kind of beige down there. How nice. Yeah. Take me to the loot. Yes, take me <laughs> to where the fat loot lives. So, Different I, priorities. I think they've also, and I know this was a design decision, but they've done a not really nice job of keeping the things tied together to the epic overarching story of Arthas and everything. I mean, I just did a quest over in Howling where you're going to go stop the resurrection of King Ymiron? Ymiron. Ymiron. And you stop it, but then the Lich King pops in and goes, Hi, no, I think you're going to Utgard Pinnacle, and you're going to, and if these fools that just broke up your ritual here and killed your wife show up, you can spank them there. And it was really. See you in the raid instance. Have a nice day. See you in the raid. (laughs) So that was a really neat quest. I definitely. I think they have delivered on the promise, and I've heard some complaints that it's, it's to a lesser extent on the Horde side. But at least from the Alliance perspective, you do feel a lot more connected to the Arthas arc right. than you ever did to the Illidan or oh, yeah. Kael'thas or... Uh, oh, yeah. What's her face? Vash. <laughs> <laughs> that was so last expansion. That, that She's dead now. So fish. last expansion. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they've done a better job of making yep. it at least part of your questing, running around experiences. He's going to show up and sometimes just smite you out oh, of hand yeah. and say, ha ha, bug. Well, that- Utgard Pinnacle is a five-man? Um, okay. I thought that I was haven't a gotten That's what huh. the Grey Void okay. says. Korvac is telling us. I know Utgard wow. Keep is a five-man. Yeah, what Pinnacle is actually now. a five-man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. My bad. Um, it's just a higher level five-man, I assume, I guess. Yeah. I maybe a heroic. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it's an 80 instance. But, uh, yeah, they've done that. And then the whole Blue Dragonflight storyline, I really love the, doing all the quests over there on, I can't remember the name of the island that you're on. Over there on wherever that was, yeah. On Kuldar, and you do all the stuff, and you you meet up with the Red Dragon, and you help her out, and she gets captured and becomes the end boss of the Nexus. Yep. Which is a great tie-in. Really Mm -hmm. liked it. By the way, those of you who are, like, level 65 and things like that in the Grey Void who are getting ported in today, um, if you prefer not to die at the end of the show and go and, like, bind yourself... In Dalaran. It's got the portals just like Shatrath. It's got the portals to everywhere. Shatrath and Stormwind and everywhere you might want to go um, on both sides of the uh, um, of the factions. Yeah. And so it's, it might be something to consider uh, instead of jumping off the balcony with us. Or well, go do it now and then come back and jump. Yeah. Yeah. Or they, that would be something else. Oh, yeah, so are so. you... Are you, you you're actually dying then on the, f- the ground floor of the, the we, world, There will be a pile right? of yeah, us. the yeah. Violet yeah. Citadel. Yes, so, there yeah. will so be a pile of us. So if you respawn, you're not going to be in Dalaran any longer. Right. No. So, yeah, make Rodan's sure you going to be that. looking at his door saying, what the hell? Exactly. Yeah, there God, you go. Damn casuals. Poor people. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Throwing away a perfectly good gnome like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people keep throwing a perfectly good gnome oh like that. <laughs> Don't think people's ro- people's throwing away perfectly good boy, white, white boy. <laughs> that was better off dead. Yes, it was. It was an awesome, awesome Damn film. shame when people be throwing away a perfectly good, good white, white boy, boy like that. that. It was John Cusack, right? <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. One of his firsts. The, um, I've been having some fun with the new fishing 
uh, especially fishing in Dalaran. Oh, okay. They have already already maxed out fishing skill because I'm an idiot. And yeah. And the <laughs> substantially easier. If you have max fishing skill and a lot of the fishing gear, you can potion yourself up and start fishing in Dalaran right away and get your skill ups that way. There's two fun things to do with fishing in Dalaran. There's the fountain upstairs okay. where you fish out coins. There are copper, silver, and gold coins. And you, once you fish all of them up, you get an achievement which gets you a trinket, which is a coin toss coin. Oh, yeah. Which you use instead of rolling 50-50. Um, nice. So it's the, but also along the way, when you fish out the gold coins, you can throw the gold coins back in the fountain. It gives you a greater chance of fishing out more coins. Um, but down in the underbelly, which is the sewer system underneath Dalaran, which for some reason they decided to take with them. The Dalaran sewers. Well, you hey, where's it going to They need you a sewer system. all the dragons down below? Well, or yeah. wolves, actually. Have a lot. That's all I've seen down below. And the, the, the pipe eventually runs out and falls there anyway. Ew. Don't don't ride around under Dalaran, people. Uh, I would hope they magic it up, you magic know. Magic poop? No. Yeah. Poop of poop be gone. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, if you fish in the underbelly, you have a small chance of getting the giant Dalaran sewer rat pet, ah. which is a rat that's bigger than a gnome. Wow. I've got to get me one of them. That's and, awesome. And train it. Yeah. To eat gnomes. Yeah. Train it to eat gnomes. That's what we're stuff. training the puppy to do. Yeah. Eat mm. gnomes? Eat gnomes, yes. Wait, like Nemesis is the size of a gnome. No, no. Nemesis is bigger than a gnome the already. Of dwarf, then. Nemesis is... Um, I picked Nemesis up. I'm not a very tall person. Um, I'm five foot two. I picked Nemesis up, and at six years old, Nemesis, when he's hanging, I'm holding him up so our heads are the same height. Right. And uh, he's hanging down, and his feet touch my calves, mm-hmm. like right below the knee. So at six years old, Nemesis is almost as tall as I am. Yep. He's only maybe a foot shorter than me. Yeah, be afraid. This be very afraid. is not good. No. I'm going to have to be one of those moms that just figures out how to intimidate. Yeah, I'm going to say you're going to have to just break them. Well, break them young. That's I'm like sure, I have no, no idea that. how yeah. I'm going to get, keep him under control when Tasers. he gets bigger. I love you. You're pretty. <sighs> so anyway, give him a lot of caffeine. Stunt the growth. Stunt the growth. Stunt the growth. That's what we. Need. That's all we need is the caffeinated. One. I've heard boy. one in a thousand. Cathedra's heard one in a thousand for the rat. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's a rare drop. I've fished my way all the way to four fifty fishing. And Barry and Va has the giant sewer rat. Yep, he got it. Uh, probably he twice. also he also has wow. the coin. Yeah, he did the. All right, uh, but I want to see Barry. Oh, he has pulled out the giant sewer rat. Mm-hmm. He is a big rat, isn't he? Yeah, feed him a pet biscuit yes. and see what you get. Oh, I want someone <laughs> to feed him a pet biscuit. You'll clear the room. That's Ugh. awesome. Oh, God, giant rat, giant rat! Run! Flee that, and yes, that, that would be the That's actually thing. really cool. We need yeah. we need one of those. I've been working on it. I've been working on the fishing. <laughs> They've also yeah. changed around uh, some interesting things like the cooking. The cooking daily is more important than the previous cooking daily. Really? You can't buy a whole host of recipes unless you do the cooking daily because the cooking daily gives you the currency you need to purchase the recipes. Ooh. 
Same thing with jewel crafting. Jewel crafters yeah. have, I think a lot of the professions have a daily and dollar on that you have to do right. to access certain recipes because they give you that profession's token in your currency tab, which you then exchange for the rarer recipes. I'm, I'm not sure, at least on enchanting, because when I, when I was in Dalaran, I was looking on my rogue. And oh, they gave him a pet biscuit. He's far uh, larger than the, the gnomes dream now. Shards, which I have small dream shards right now, so I'm guessing eventually I'm going to disenchant stuff to large dream shards, which then I'll be turning in to, to yep. get... Uh, but same thing with leatherworking. It had some sort of leather you're supposed to turn in to get some of the patterns. Um, but that one's going to be a while for me because I have to buy all my mats for yeah. that. <laughs> Not a Skinner. Not a Skinner. So, yeah. uh, the, yo, that's a very large rat. Night. So if it you are a, fed him a profession biscuit. type person, uh, get yourself uh, summoned to Dalaran yes. sooner rather than later. Because those quests are only available in Dalaran. Right. Start checking it out. Yeah. Actually, almost it would be pretty awesome if you could use that rat Sweet. as a ground mount. <laughs> if you were a gnome. Well, that's part of the uh, good of coming in with some decent gear. Because I can just shard every quest reward I get. <laughs> oh, we spent yesterday oh. clearing out the bank. Yep. Clearing out and combining down and getting the best. Because yeah. I'm now down just to the couple of outfits. I only need... A single feral outfit right. and a, a single spell, spell power right. outfit because all of my healing gear, all of my spell power, got everything Same is combined now. now. Right, right. So we finally got out and and uh, sharded everything, and I finally have some room in my bags. Oh, thank God! It's a yep. wonderful thing. And the bank too. And there's those, and, there's those you know, epic cleaned items everything you got else up. from. Uh, Token turn-ins, like PvP tokens, right. and things that you you can't de them, you can't sell them. You actually have to destroy them, which it's is so just hard painful. To do. D-E-L-E-T. No, no, I can't do it. But I have no yeah. bag space. Yeah, you just got to tell yourself, at level 80, are you really going to use this exactly. anymore? And you go, no. And that's when you type in the word delete. Yeah. That's the worst part. They make you actually type it in. You're like, I'm oh. killing it myself. <laughs> exactly. Putting down a puppy. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. You are style. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Wow Radio. We are heading to our first music break. After which we will return for our first Wrath of the Lich King Masters of Five entry. Oh, Amen. Yeah. Can you feel that? Huh? Okay. Huh? Uh, on that huh? note, girl, huh? we're going to go to the music. Exercise break. the demon. We'll be back right after this. Maybe. <laughs> You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? Hello, sir. Welcome to Game Shop. How can I help you today? Yeah, I'd, I'd like a wild time card, please. Hmm, okay. Just give me a minute. While you're at it, would you like to pre-order a copy of the new EverQuest expansion? Not especially, no. I don't play EverQuest 2. Oh, that's okay. We meant the original EverQuest. So, shall I put you down for $5 on the no, pre-order? No, no, I don't play either EverQuest 1 or 2. Just WoW. Can I get a time card, please? Sure. While you're here, would you like to sign up for our discount card? It's only $25 and you get 10% off all used console games. Well, I'll be honest. I only come here a couple of times a year and I don't even own any consoles. So, could I just get the time card? Sure. Time cards. Oops. Sorry. Looks like we're all out. We should be getting some next week. Why don't you try another game? We've got a great deal on RF Online this week when you buy three copies of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I'll see myself out. Hey, hey, are you interested in putting down a reservation on that door? 
Let's be honest here. Why waste time when you don't have to? If you need codes and you need them now, the place to get them is MMOcodes.com. Fast delivery, great prices, and a wide variety of games to choose from. MMOcodes.com is the place for time codes and product keys. Get everything you need from MMOcodes.com. Game codes provided by gamers for gamers.
want brain surgery, it's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nomragon, this is WOW Radio. And lo, we return live on WOW Radio. This is Casually Hardcore with Gnomewise, Iolite, and Grail. And we are about to resurrect the Masters of Five segment. Because we've got new content! You're telling me it's undead? I like everything in Wrath of the Lich King. It serves the Lich King. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne commercial. Oh, yes. Two new WoW commercials were released this week. Ozzy Osbourne and I don't know the actor's name from Godfather, the guy who says, they bring me back in. Pacino? No, it wasn't Pacino. There was another guy doing that bit. Oh, okay. Another guy famous for playing gangster type, uh, mobster type. It is... um, Amusing. <laughs> so, basically, they're saying what the what the expansion does is you thought you were free of wild, yeah. but look at all the shiny stuff we got here. Mm-hmm. But there is there is an epic Ozzy Osbourne commercial out there. You can find it on YouTube. Just do Wow Ozzy commercial. Nice. And of course, he's an undead mage, and he's he's the Dark Lord. Is, and, I'm Ozzy Osbourne. I'm the Lord of Darkness. I'm the Prince of Darkness. And the cut, Ozzy Arthas is the Prince of Darkness. Yes. I don't know what beep crazy train you're riding, but I've been the Kent's Dogger since 1979. And it is really funny. Yeah, it's it's Ozzy and all yeah. of his mm-hmm. drug-baked brain greatness. <laughs> they, they felt the need to put subtitles up there because he's uh, maybe un- maybe you can understand what he's saying, maybe not. <laughs> put subtitles they did. on it. <laughs> they even put a little bleep over his mouth. Nice. What's your beep game? Because it's Ozzy. So, um... Utgard Keep. Yes. Utgard. Is, is Utgard our Masters Keep. of Five. Yes. Uh, you'll Earned notice when you, when you come into Valgard, you're getting a, you know quite a bit of Norse exposure yep. here. Yep. You're kind of looking at everything. And, and when you enter the Keep, um, which actually there's two ways in. You can run straight through the village. This is coming from the Alliance side. Coming from the Alliance side. You can run straight through the village. Bad. Right? Lots of people chasing you. Just don't get knocked off your mount before you go. Yes. Um, or you can go around the side. Climb and up. Climb, climb up. up through and, Howling Fjord. And, and, and kind of sneak in the back way. And Basically, Urkar is the big honking castle with the skull on it yeah. in Howling Fjord. Hard to miss. Lots of Vikings. Lots of Vrykul. Vrykul. Let's call them Vikings. Uh, yes. <laughs> honking half-giant Viking guys. Vrykul. And basically, in the basement of that is the entrance to right. Utgard Keep. Right. Utgard Keep. And so you're basically sneaking in the, the basement. Yep. On yep. your way to said basement, you want to pick up, there's a couple beginning quests, two of them. You get disarmament and into Utgard. Yep. So and I believe there are horde equivalents of those yes. two. Uh, nice, nice. Your first blue rewards out of Northrend, basically. Correct. If you're starting on this side of the world. Yep. Um but yeah, make sure. And you even if up. you're not coming, you know, yeah. come on over and come do them over. anyway. We'll uh, you you get to uh, Valgard through Menethil on the Alliance side. Yep. On the Alliance side, yes. Yeah, and, and all, I believe both of those are no prerequisite. Nope. Maybe into Utgard does. Nope. But uh, we, we gave them to people. Be able, okay, you should be able to share them then, even yep. if mm-hmm. you're. Another th- another side note: uh, sharing quests in a group has no distance limitation anymore. You can even be in Outland and Northrend and share quests with each other. Just. Just hit the share button if it's shareable, and people will get it. And these Which two was sh- how it worked for me, because I just ran straight through the middle of the, the enemy village and straight up the stairs into Utgard Keep and yep. just didn't stop until I made it to the instance yep. there. And um, so and it was awesome. In you go. Nesty plunge. You go in. And yep. you're in the Hellfire Ramparts of Northrend. Yes. 
It's and a big keep. And essentially, you, you walk in and you're standing in the little entryway and there's a big stairwell mm-hmm. in front of you. And at the top are two kind of Norse-looking guys with the big um, animal skin, animal headdress. skin yes. headdresses and everything. I don't see those guys anywhere but at those those two entrance guards. You don't see that headdress. Uh, Did you notice the rest like of the way through there? One other that has something similar, but the antler yeah. theme is, is rare. Definitely, you know, all Norse-themed, uh, antler-themed. It, it does look... It's all wood... Right. Obviously, it, it looks cool, but it is still, it's your basic instance. You know, you're running through corridors, you're cleaning yep. out mobs, you're pulling in groups. Yeah. You will use it's your skills of, crowd control is very handy in here because you have groups of usually no less than three. Uh, there's some some, of, them, some of them go up to five. Yeah. I think, you, I mean, you have two, you have the two schools of thought. Depends a lot on your tank. This um, is true. I went, I've cleared this a few times. One time we did crowd control. We had the sheep. We had the sap. The other time we had a death knight and we just pulled everything. Yep. We just kept it coming. And, and so if you have a death knight or a paladin or a good warrior or druid even, you can do it Everyone that way too. can AOE yeah. tank You now. can try AOE doing it. If that's not working, obviously switch back and go to the more single, yep. single mob. Mm-hmm. You really uh, have a lot of choices these days in how you deal right. with this. We were doing... We had a mostly age-appropriate group and, and uh, surprisingly gear-appropriate group. It's about half and half. Mm-hmm. Half over-geared and half appropriately right right. greens and blues geared. We had some people who were 68, 69 joining mm-hmm. us to just kind of skip over and start start getting their first 70 ding in Utgard, which Brain Freeze did. Shout out to you. And we and brought three three druids, yep. a mage, and a hunter. Right. Um, we had... Night Song, the Boomkin, you as the tree, me as the bear, and then we had Muggy playing Moogie, the hunter, and Brain Freeze, the mage. Right. And uh, came in, you know, and it was one of those things where it was really funny because in the, you, you clear the first two, you enter the first room there, and and I, I was like, all right, got to pick it up. It's like my mana regen was fine. I was ending every fight at like 95%. Right, right. No one was getting hit under. You were part of the 50% you know. overgeared portion of the program. And, and I was like, all right, guys, we got to pick up the pace here because bored now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pull faster. Yep. <laughs> it's like, go ahead, leave a, you know, play with the crowd control a little bit, bring right. it up a little bit. Right. Um, You'll have groups. Of I did die a few times, yeah, but well, it was all got, right. We got cocky. That's what we the healer happens it. to the healer now. The, um, you go down a hallway clearing groups of humanoids. Yes. Very easy. Yes. You'll get no, to a nothing room. Spe- I just no? interject. Nothing special about these guys. There's no fear. I think one of them has, one type has a, a knockback. There's a knockback and there's a bubble. Okay. And that's about it. The rune casters will bubble themselves and bubble other guys with oh. an absorption bubble. Um, yeah. Aside from the normal, you have you may have a healer in the group, so obviously kill the healer or yep. control them. But overall, very bland, vanilla-type mobs. You get to the first big room, which is the Furnace of Hate. Lots of flames. Yeah, it looks cool. Gorgeous. Uh, it'll guide you the to go a particular direction. <laughs> exactly. Go away from the fire. There'll be three three mobs in each section. Every time you kill the three mobs, one of the flame walls will drop. Yep. You go all the way around, kill all the guys, and it opens up the door to let you continue on. You come to a room full of of Rykul, who are taming proto-drakes, right. which are the um, ancestors Dragon-y of dragons, basically. Things, yeah. That the Titans came in and then you know evolved into the dragons we know today. Um, basically, you know, sheep the handler or or you know do whatever you want to the humanoid yeah. and then kill the bad Punk guys. Your way through the room. Basically. Yeah, it's really it's very it's meant to be welcome back to instancing just like Hellfire Ramparts was. Right. 
Here's a nice cakewalk instance yeah. for you. But not even to me with, and obviously we're going to get to the bosses, but in terms of just the normal pools, it didn't even have the oh my god factor of uh, Hellfire, where I was like, ooh, that's a big group, or wow, how are we going to deal with this? This is really simple pools yep. along the way. Right. Nothing new that you haven't seen if you've done instances in Burning Crusade. Do not now. hesitate to bring level 68 people with no, you. not at all. Right. Power level them, get them the new There's loot. There's plenty yeah. of armaments along the way for everybody to be able to pick up enough armaments disarmament to quest. finish their quest. Good. So yes. you don't. It's nice and yeah. spaced along, so you're not arguing yep. over who's going to get it. It's not like there's only three. It's not like they're dropping off mobs. They're actually lined up against the walls with your little, you know, it's not um, like shadow lab graphic. Is what you're saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah you stupid are, orbs. You and are again, not arguing over them. The the point I made earlier, but the the black void is reinforcing that. Your experience will vary depending on your gear level. Correct. We are not running this gear appropriate. We are running, you know, our experience was by really seriously outgearing the instance. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, it is, but it's still, it's basic design is such that it's very easy to delineate pulls. If you're paying yeah. attention and you're taking a moment just to plan your pulls, even with gear appropriate, it's not going to be insanely difficult. It'll certainly be more difficult than overgeared people, but it's still bite-sized groups you can easily yeah. pull throughout. And there's no, I mean, I, you know, some people take the attitude of, well, we got AOE, we're going to rip through this. Look, if you even, if you're doing crowd control, this is still an hour-long instance. It you was get fast. through it very easily. There's no, I mean, do what works for your group. There's, you shouldn't have no, like, oh, well, we're not manly enough to AOE. Mm-hmm. Just you shut can up and it. pull. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, is that it worked out actually pretty well doing all of the um, nicely paced through. The bosses weren't horrific. Nope. You know, so you first get one's to... pretty annoying. First well, one, the first yeah. and last are, let's are get, and this yeah. All right, so let's talk through the bosses. Well, we get to the first boss. Right. Basically, there's, there's nothing remarkable leading up to the first boss, who is um, one of the first blood princes you will encounter. Right. Um, if you didn't do this, the bonus boss in Karazhan during the lead-up to Wrath, you've not seen one of these guys yet. It's basically a vampiric blood elf. Um, but this guy's basically just a magic user. Okay. Um, the graphic with the whole um, collar that covers the bottom half of the face, I guess, right. is, is indicative of the blood princes, who we will apparently see more of yes. later on in raiding. Um, they're apparently a major force in Northrend. Dang them. Damn vampires, I tell you. Gotta take them out. Okay, so... This guy is annoying... <laughs> and you kill him. Move on. Well, no. <laughs> the, the special things he does yes. that are that are annoying is he does summon some not terribly powerful skeletal ads. Right. And again, every tank is an AOE tank. Yes. Now they have some ability that has a no target limit AOE ability, and it will come in handy in this fight. Right. If they're not stuck in an ice tomb, which is the other annoying thing this guy does. Yes. Right. Last night he was chain ice tombing me, the tank. Mm. That was not fun. No. We weren't able to divine. I'm not sure if it's a matter of where you are on the hate list as to, or if it's simply a random thing where he picks somebody to Ice Tomb. And the really annoying thing about this Ice Tomb is the mobs stay on you and you continue to take damage yeah. in the tomb. Yep. It's not a matter of if they hit it's you. It's not an aggro drop. Yeah. No. It's not an aggro dump. They keep wailing on you and you can't fight back. Right. And you can't generate aggro. So your healer heals you. And the mobs go and eat the healer, and you yeah. can't intercept because I'm in an ice tomb. Yeah. So if you're in here and you're age appropriate and you're gear appropriate, if you're in greens and blues from the end of Burning Crusade, this fight could be a challenge. For right. You. 
do not despair. He can be done. He's just, it's a longer fight because you have the delays in, we're not DPSing the boss because we're killing the ads that are killing our healer because the tank's in an ice tomb. And, oh, God, the healer's in an ice tomb. Everybody potion or do something, yeah. a bandage or something. Oh, God, all the mobs are running after the, the mage now. So it is a somewhat chaotic fight, but the basic fight is DPS. But he only puts a one in... At the tomb ice tomb at right, a time. Right, right. But it's an and annoyingly long period of time, and they continue to take damage. Yeah. It was interesting because I thought that the hunter um, was able to shoot you out of the tomb at one point. That I'm was unclear in the height. We only we only ran the fight. I mean, this was we my first time seeing this fight. We made it through <laughs> in the first round. But the the simple fact of the matter is, it was it was weird because Mugi was shooting, and it, he would shoot at the ice tomb, and it seemed like he could yes, crack it. They can. According um, to Wowhead, they can destroy. The so tomb. the tomb is a mob and can be targeted. Okay, and we weren't paying attention. And the hunter, you were not, was shooting it and <laughs> would actually crack the tomb and would free the person who okay. was in the tomb. So do so a better job than we did and attack. So this is like the demon chains from the exactly fighting Karazhan um, um, or or Strat, where you have to where you're the you're possessed Il-Hoof. and you have yes, to the Il-Hoof. This yeah. is the Ilhuf fight light. <laughs> So when you're when someone gets tombed, I guess you can shift your DPS to the tomb itself, like we didn't do last night, right. and make your life a lot easier. By the way, the name of this mob is Prince Teleseth, which we failed to mention yeah. when we and got I in would, here. I would also say, you know, from from my perspective, and a lot of I'm sure there's other classes that can do this as well. If your if your tank is tombed or or put into the frost, other classes can pick up tanking for a minimal amount of time. Yep. I've found out, like at least on my rogue, if I get the aggro, then because my tank's gone into some sort of uh, high Hmm. I can actually uh, do evasion tanking, and that usually gives. Well, you have multi-target time. attacks as well, as well. You have phantom knives drop, and things. I can. Well, no, phantom knives the eighty, but Got it. I have yeah sweeping strikes. I can hit two mobs. You can do murder spree, which will hit a bunch of things. So yeah, there's a there there's options. a lot from a, a rogue perspective. I'm sure other classes have that as well, where you can hold it. But yeah, probably the best bet target Attack the tanks, yeah. <laughs> So learn so, from our mistakes. Yes. Um, by the way, there's there's four mobs that stand in front of him. You can pull, you do pull all four of them at once, but you do not pull the prince. So you can, right. It looks like they're too close together when yeah. you're standing in the doorway. Just pull the four, kill them, and then be fine. engage the prince. Exactly. He will drop the arm blade of Ogulmir, which is a one is a fist weapon. Lots of fist weapons in this uh, expansion. I like that. What? Hmm? You sure. Are you on the right mob. Yeah. This is Prince Kelisat. So that's the. That, I'm sorry. That's the entire instance worth of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So really, what he drops is really <laughs> now for what reals. For reals, um, we'll get to the arm blade later. Dragon stablers gauntlets, which is male gauntlets uh, with lots of agility, lots of stamina, and lots of intellect with attack power of 64. Got Hunter written all Very over it. Very nice. Actually, reinforced velvet helm. So in case you want to feel nice and pretty, this is a cloth helm with uh, stamina, intellect, and spirit, and spell power of 51, so good for pretty much any of your clothies out there. Yep. And then Keleth's Blade of Evocation. Which dropped for us last night. Nice. 24 intelligence, 31 spirit dagger with spell power of 233. And this thing might be a (laughs) dagger in the hand of a uh, Rykul. It's the size of a sword. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's huge. Nice. And then, of course, uh, depending on the state of Wintergrasp, Wintergrasp, you may also get a Stonekeeper's Shard, which is currency used in Wintergrasp for gear. Later on. So yes. start saving those up now. Exactly. It was weird. Half our group could pick them up. The other half couldn't. It was bugged. Or was it level? No, it's not level it intensive. Level. We were all at least level 70. Oh, okay. Weird. 
Yeah, it was weird. And then halfway through the instance, it fixed, and everyone could pick them up for the last boss. Okay. Bizarre. Moving on. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really strange and buggy last yep. night. Yeah. Um, moving yeah, on. Yeah, half of us had the buff, half of us didn't have the buff, strange. and couldn't pick up the shards or whatever More bite-sized mobs. You'll start seeing undead now. Um, or should we? Yeah, you may. You'll see a mixture. Uh, you, you'll see the largest group pulls. You'll see it'll be five. Yes. Um, there'll be mixtures of dogs in there. Remember, your druids can sleep. Dogs in. and yeah. cats living together. If you're doing that way. Hysteria. But again, yeah. it's just look at. The, it'll be easy to delineate. Okay, this group will come. Then this right. group will come. There's a single pull here, and you'll move to the next set of bosses. Yes, you'll go to a big Which stairwell. Are the twins. But two people will be standing in front of yep. said stairwell. Yep. And the boss twins. This is Dalron, the controller, and Scarvald, the constructor. And the interesting thing there is you're going to fight them both from the beginning to the end of this fight no matter what you do. Exactly. You kill one of them, he immediately returns as a shade and continues to fight while you kill the other same one. Same abilities. Yep. Same. Right, and don't fight him. Once he's dead, right. just keep keep the aggro on you the can tank. You taunt him and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, yeah, don't keep trying to do damage to him. One's a caster, one's melee. Decide which one you want to down first. Yeah. Kill the one and just know he's going to pop right back up as a ghost and yeah. keep wailing on you. And then kill the other guy. And once you kill the second one, they both disappear. Right. And I mean, honestly, and I've done this a couple of ways. One way was just go in, kill one, switch, kill the other, finish it. The other one was more like trying to do it like Romeo and Juliet fight where you try to bring them both down evenly and then kill them both at the same time. Honestly, to me, it's the same way no matter what you do. Um, the caster is pretty annoying. Yeah. He has some really annoying abilities. He'll switch out. He'll switch off the tank yeah. and do range stuff to people. Blasts people with shadow bolts. He has a, a nasty uh, curse that he called uh, debilitate, which uh, obviously lowers the melee attack spell cast movement and range attack speeds by fifty yeah. percent. Um, Some skeletons. The uh, the other guy is more your standard melee. He'll do ch- random charges though into mm-hmm. people. Um, overall, it's not too hectic of a fight, but there's just some things to watch out for. Really, it's those stupid shadow bolts that will yeah. hammer random people. And no matter what you do, the shadow bolts yeah. are going to be there throughout the fight because you kill him and he's right back shadow bolting. Exactly. This is a ghost. Uh, they drop Scarvald's dragon skin Habergon. Habergion? Scarvald. Uh, which is a DPS leather chest piece. The arm blade of Oglemir. Here it is again. Here it actually is, actually. Which is a nice it fifth weapon. It actually is, actually. With crit on it. The chest plate of the Northern Lights. Plate chest piece, uh, stamina, int, uh, spell power, and mana for five. It's got Pally written all over it. Pally dog. Again, Stonekeeper Shard uh, will drop off of one of them. You know, just basically, even though there's two of them, you get loot off of one of them. Right. And it's the same loot table no matter what. Correct. Doesn't matter which one you kill first. Your kill, your call. Yep. Um, moving on from there, you'll have more. I think there's undi- more loot than that for those guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you see? Oh man, we are having a little contest here today. Yeah, I don't. I'm in. Was that it? Okay. It's all Maybe that it's is a very all. small loot table for those okay. guys. Okay. I thought they actually had more between the two of them, but okay, you're right. Sorry. Unless Wildhead might be out of date, but we're going. See, from what we've now seen. we. we One's right, then the other's yeah. right. You guys are going back and forth. It's okay. <laughs> yep. Again, more of the same. Group pulls, small bite size will some undead. There's some annoying little guys that move very fast called geists. Yeah. 
Uh, just be aware when you're in the undead sections, those guys are kind of hard to see. They're small graphics. They move very fast. You pull one, you get the whole group, just AoE tank them down. They're Correct. not very strong. They're non-elites. Correct. Um, they'll just sneak up on you, and if you do it wrong, they'll chain aggro to a bigger group, and it can be a little ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watch for the geists. There's three or four groups of them throughout, and they're very, they hop around. I love the graphic, and I love the animation on them. They're great, uh, but they're annoying at the same time. Right. Uh, just like in Hellfire Ramparts, you'll break into the great outdoors. You'll be out on a rampart, yep. and you'll be able to look down and see all of Howling Fjord and all of its beautiful glory. Um, yes, last, second last mob before the end boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learned something last night. Okay, it's a it's a Drake proto Drake rider. Right. The game will let you target the rider. And then you can't hit him because he's still on top of the proto-drake. You have to target the proto-drake ah, first. Good to know. And I was kill jumping the around like an idiot, trying to attack what I thought was the only mob. saying, it's not letting me hit it. It's not letting me hit it. And we all wipe, and I realize, oh, I was targeting the rider, and he wasn't off the proto-drake yet. So I wiped the group, and nice. then we went right back in. This time I tr- targeted the drake, mm. and everything went swimmingly smoothly at that Excellent. point. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. So you get to the final boss at that point. And he are the plunderer. And he's he's standing up there on his little tower top, and he is giving directions to the Drake Riders as they come up, and he's pointing to them yep. and telling them what to do. And don't worry about the Drake Riders. As, they will not pull with him. Right. No. They don't engage in the fight. So while it looks intimidating because you're worried that you might be fighting flying mobs as well as the boss, you aren't. Right. Um, he has a couple of things that he does. Yes. He has his smash... Um, which is kind of like a thunderstorm. Yeah, well, it's ten it's, yard cone. Yeah, it's in front a of cone. You. So you yeah, have to get behind him. Yes, I, I actually just went to the side yeah. as the healer. I actually separated myself from the group and went to the side. Mm-hmm. I never took the cone damage. Right. Yep. Um, and I just had to watch for his roar yes. and make sure that I was not casting a heal during his roar. Yeah, I he caught me once. You can sort of you can get away it. from it, but it's right on the edge because it does have a decent range. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very positional fight. You obviously want your yep. tank being the only person in front of. Them, everybody else should be the side or behind. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a, a positioned, a technical, does, a little bit a of a technical fight yeah. in front of him. He does the smash and a cone in front of him, and he does have a casting bar. So go into your interface and make sure right. you turn on being able to see the mob's casting bar because you'll see the smash coming. And as the tank, I just run straight forward through him because mm-hmm. he doesn't turn once he starts the smash. He right. goes, so I just immediately go through him, get behind him very quickly. The smash goes off. I turn around, re-engage, exactly. lather, rinse, repeat. The you can if you're on team speaker ventrilo, you can call out, "Okay, here comes the roar." So the caster stop casting, right. and then. You kill him, and it's like, wow. And the first time we did this in beta, I was in there with Total Biscuit and Dunkor and yeah. Moogie, and we're like, wow, that was easy. Cake. Yeah. Then a Valkyr comes, on comes down, down and chastises him for being weak, Yep, raises him up as a ghoul. As an example to the others. Yes. You shall live on as an example to the yeah. others. And now you're fighting the real boss. Because this guy is exactly the same as the guy who just fought, only about 20 times more powerful. Yeah. And has a couple extra abilities. Yep. So, but the basics of the fight are the same. Yeah. Smash is replaced by Dark Smash. Yes. And when the first time I did this, I was taking the Smash on the chin. And the first one, I was like, ah, oh, he's nothing. Smash yeah. is nothing. And the first Dark Smash he did back then one-shotted me. Yeah. And we were done. Yep. Game so, over. Oh, my God, you have to get out of the way of the Dark Smash. Yeah. 
And it's now area effect. He hits pretty yep. much everybody with it to some extent, and you get knocked on your butt, and it's annoying. It's still supposed to be a 10-yard cone, but damn, it's a pain. The roar is a... The, the staggering roar is now a dreadful roar. Yeah. And does damage, and it also... The smash also... Uh, the dark smash also stuns. The smash did right. not. Right. Um... Well, Dreadful Roar adds uh, 5% shadow more damage. Yep. Basically, you're taking a debuff every time he's doing that. Yep. So all his other abilities start doing more and more damage to you the longer this fight goes. Yep. And he also does the trick that Prince Malchazer did. He'll send a su- set of weapons out to attack somebody that are yes. independent of him. And you just kind of have to take it. You can't fight back against them. And just be aware of who's taking the damage and mm-hmm. heal them up or have them vanish or whatever they can do. Yeah. So it's very much a coordination. Watch the casting bar. Right. Dark smash coming. You run through them. Get the hell out of the way. You're going to be stunned this time. The roar comes. Stop casting so you don't get interrupted or silenced. Yep. Um, and you just run him around back and forth doing that over and over again. And the whole party takes damage from the, the roar and the weapons flying around. Yeah. So the healer's challenged. Um, it's definitely a more technical yeah. fight than anything else in the instance. You want to see, yeah. Watch, yeah. watch the casters. And I would honestly, say that it's burn. the only technical fight yeah. in the instance. Yeah, I would say. I agree I'm the first that. guy with the. Yeah. Ice, now that we know that there's a technique to the yeah, ice tomb, there's a little hey, bit there's of technique. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, obvi- honestly, I think when you get to this point, also, this is where cooldowns should be starting to get burned. Everybody yep. should just DPS the crap out of them. And get mm-hmm. Save save all your trinkets yeah. and cooldowns no for the cool phase. In phase one. So. No, he's, he's, a, he's a pushover in phase one. So, yeah. But, and I would say this is the one, and I know this is a design uh, decision on their part, but notice no tank and spank boss in this whole instance nope. and that's true so far through every instance I've been in most have something you have to do everyone has some, to do something some characteristic to them which is great yeah that's oh. definitely more interesting than, than previous iterations yep. okay we've reached our second music break just in time you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Wall Radio with Grail, Iolite and Gnomewise we will return with loot. right after with, with what? Loot! Loot! Fat loots! Loot. Yep, we'll do the fat loots <laughs> and then we will also go on to the email and shout out section lovely Lovely, lovely. We'll be back after this. Computer enhanced, digitally mastered, and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com. Creative, innovative, and cutting edge. If that describes you, you need to listen up now. YouKnowSolutions.com. Get this programmable LEDs for all your hobbies. You can add a custom kick to all your creations, whether it be display cases, building sets, models, computer case mods, anything you want to light up or customize. The only limit is your creativity. Go to YouKnowSolutions.com today and don't get left in the dark www.unosolutions.com Forget your witness, it was part 
congratulations, you're a winner! Woohoo! What did I win? You've won a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Alright, I always wanted a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Thanks, man, you're the best! WOW Radio! Woo! And lo, we return for our third half here on Casually Hardcore. Third half. That's the whole thing I picked up. I've been turned into a cockroach. on WOW Radio. Well, Things Considered has a first half, a second half, and a third half. And I think we should, too. Oh, I, I didn't realize this was Wild Things Considered. Oh, okay. It's Wild Radio. Oh. oh. We well. are a community. We are Borg. <laughs> Who? You will be assimilated. So we let's wrap up our Masters of Five there. Uh, we have some good uh, additional advice from the IRC. Uh, the area where you fight Ingvar has pillars on it, and you can get between the pillar and the guy to avoid the shouts. Uh, it is blocked by the line of sight issues. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, also, they were saying you can polymorph the rider off of that final proto-drake before you even engage the proto-drake, and apparently it's quite amusing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sheep riding a proto-drake. This is epic. <laughs> yeah. So, after you have laid waste to Ingvar and then Ingvar the ghoul, you will get fat loots. And again, these are all very shallow loot tables because there's a ton of instances to do and you're going to be progressing through them very quickly. So you won't be farming these um, until probably you come back for the heroic versions which have different loot tables. Hey, what a concept. Um, if you have the quest, don't forget to loot Ingvar's head. And if you've got control of Wintergrasp on your faction, don't forget to loot the Stonekeeper's Shard. You're going to be wanting to collect them because prices on heirloom, epics or heirloom items are around 200 shards apiece. So start saving them now. Yeah. You can get... Ingvar's monolithic cleaver, nice two-handed axe for the, uh, for the mortal strike warrior or, uh, or death knight in your family. Fifty-six strength and lots of hit, Rawr. and great DPS. The holistic patchwork breeches, leather spell power. Uh, so for the boomkin or tree in your life, uh, pants, and the overlaid chain spalders for the shammy uh, in your life, yep. uh, spell power. And int and stam. And of course, you take his head. You take his head if you've got the quest. quest. And dicker de crest, and you turn it in, and they make a stew, and then everybody's happy, you get your blue reward. Okay. Which is a cup of Ingvar head stew. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? You did. That's pretty nasty. Damn me. So, that was Masters of Five, Utgardi Keep, from the wonderful zone Howling Fajord in. North Rend. And yep. now we move on to emails, shout outs, and the closing of the show. Does anyone have something they wish to read first, or shall I go? I am going to do the simple shout out to the uh, 19 people who have joined the raid and come to dance in the purple parlor today. We've, we've have scared a couple of people who've come up here. Um, <laughs> so that's a shout out to. Kerrig and Korvac and Elka Boing and Eliwick and Bedweer and Sejerk and Deandro and Cathadora and Roadblock and Noxus and Nixium and Nujkildor and Redrum and Lineth and Barry VA and Moogie and of course Night Sky made it mm-hmm. and Iolite. I'm here. And suicide is optional today, but we will be jop- jumping off of the um, purple Citadel. parlor, uh, following down the violet citadel into Dalaran. 
Hopefully we will die on the streets of Dalaran and not actually miss the city entirely, considering <laughs> we're in the middle of it. Whoops! <laughs> I haven't jumped before, so I don't know what this will do to us. It'll be interesting splat. to see. It's um, quite a splat. First email I have over here has a request and has reminded us that here it is, your moment of Gwen. Nice. I'm going to slay all of you. <laughs> Everyone dies painfully. <laughs> And the email is as follows. Murphy's Law, 18C clarification. From Belladin, 70 Tankadin, and Agamagamagamagamagamagamagamagan, EU. Dear CH crew, as Octail is so fond of saying, let me foreshadow this email with a drop-in. I'm going to slay all of you. Through scientific corrections. Now, you use Murphy's Law a lot, saying that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. That which can go wrong shall go wrong. Yes. And then there's Thompson's corollary to Murphy's Law, which is that Murphy was an optimist. Yes. Uh, This is all well and good. Uh, One of Murphy's actual laws states that if there is a possibility of something going wrong, then the possibility which will cause the most chaos will be the way it goes wrong. A common misconception. Thank you for the great show. That from Belladin, Level 70 Tankadin on EU. Hey. Okay. I have this one I alluded to at the beginning of the show. Ah, yes. Uh, from Dasik, uh, Level 72 Shadow Priest and uh, the Bloodseekers Guild on Xavius, EU. Uh, hey, CHQ, after coming across this quest in Borean Tundra, I thought Grail might be interested in it. And it links to a quest entitled Souls of the Souls of the Decursed. Um, this is actually a Horde side quest, so hence why I never saw it. Uh-huh. But apparently it does seem to allude to the fact that gnomes may indeed have souls. Because no. this Torin gives you something called the Great Mother's Soul Catcher to capture the souls of ten Fizz Crank Mechanomes. And then to take them back to the village and find out what the heck's going on, why are there all these robotic gnomes running around. Right. So oh. it is, in theory, it is either gnomes have souls or the machines have souls and gnomes are just the hollow construct. Hmm. I'm gonna, and there's actually even a forum post on WoW Hat well, that says, contrary to popular belief, it seems that gnomes do indeed have souls. How peculiar. peculiar. Um, yeah, I think Gladios would say that, that computers have souls. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm going to have to write a meditation on this. Are you there still go. there? Yep. Oh, sorry, but thank was... you for the email. Yes, indeed. I do you have one, or shall I go? Um, go ahead. Uh, this is from Cupcheck, a.k.a. Colory. I just wanted to tell you guys that thinking of a name is hard, so hard that I resorted to drastic measures. As I tried thinking of a name, I found a can of my favorite beverage sitting on my computer table. Beer! Then I decided to go back to old high school days and take names from anything I can find. Hell, if we came up with, uh, four, with four names and three, and three city names off a bag of Twizzlers. <laughs> we came with four names and three city names off of a bag of Twizzlers. I looked at the back of the can and looked at the nutrition facts, and the first thing I came across was calories. After heavy modifications of the word, I came with calorie, cal- calorie, and after having and have been playing him ever since. That from Cupcheck, level fifteen human mage, on Scenarian Circle. Lovely. Yeah, I have actually I, I've themed a lot of my characters in terms of the names that I found for them. Semi precious stones. Semi precious stones. If I could get the name. Right and and odd ones, not the um, not the standard like amethyst or you know that everybody knows or quartz or things like no 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 no, gotta be gotta be odd Iolite. off the yeah iolite, um, 
Yeah, and it bounce uh, around a lot. On I my broke knees. that pattern with um, Honoria, um, which I couldn't get the original spelling that I wanted for her name, but I really enjoyed naming her because I thought Death Knight died in battle against the Scourge, brought back to fight for the Scourge, and what honor is there in that? Mm-hmm. So I named her Honoria. Hmm. Um, to come into the, you know, being used against your will. On that, there's a, a, there's a really good uh, Ding comic by Scott Kurtz, who also does uh, the PvP right. comic. He did a bit where they're just looking at the undead Death Knight, and they're just saying, wow, I really feel sorry for those undead Death Knights. I mean, they started off as human, and then they caught the plague, became Scourge, and then had to fight to be able to be a member of the Horde and be allowed to represent the Horde. And then they died fighting for the Horde. And then they came back and served the Lich King. And then they were freed and have to fight for the honor to be able to fight for the honor of the Horde again. Poor guys. And then they just have the guy there. I'm never going to see heaven, am I? (laughs) (laughs) No. Unfortunately, you're not. Undead Death Knights. Poor beleaguered souls. Yes. Oh, how sad. I'm never gonna see heaven. We can kill you one more time. This time, scatter the ashes. Okay, who has another one? I have one that simply says, Hi, I hate Death Knights. Uh, (laughs) We had that last week. Did we read it last week? Oh, I feel bad for him. It's just that it's overcrowded because they're rapidly leveling their Death Knights up. That is the nature of a launch. It's one of the reasons why I'm enjoying taking my time because the crest of the wave has passed by. Did we do the... Exactly. Did you guys do the uh, Tangent Alert Martial Arts and Kids email? Nope. That's my second one. Hit it. Hi, guys. This is Tyrion, Fallen Crusader, a.k.a. Death Knight from Ragnaros, uh, L.A., Argentina. Listening to past shows, I heard you guys, Iolite and Gnomewise, practice karate, I think it was. And a fellow martial artist, I practice taekwondo myself. Um, reaching first dawn next year because of school, I had to stop training, as Gnomewise sometimes says, no, you won't either. <laughs> Anyways, the other day I was speaking with some friends about kids and how they would benefit from martial arts in general by learning from an early age. But then I realized that most people tend to think of martial arts as something very violent. What do you guys think? Is it the same over there? Also, on a more personal note, after reaching first dawn, I want went to start a new style and karate, Shotokan, has caught my eye for a while now. As a system analyst, programming student that I am. I don't think that any martial art is better or worse than any other by default. I tend to analyze them as systems with strategies that have ups and downs in any given situation. That's why the more you know, the better prepared you are. So what do you think about this particular style? If it was yours, and if it wasn't, could you tell me a little bit about yours? You guys make the best show on the station. Rock on. And that's hoss. That's uh, from Cheerion Fallen Crusader. Um, we didn't do uh, karate. We did Aikido which is a purely defensive martial art. And it is um, a a bit of a combination of um, judo and... It has roots in judo, but it is is definitely its own thing. Yeah, judo is very heavily grappling-based. 
And Aikido is very heavily based on please don't let your opponent hold on to you for right. very long. Right. Never so let them get you. You yeah. never want to be grappling in Aikido. But you, if someone tries to grapple with you, you can use their inertia and energy against them, which the whole point of Aikido is you do not have to be a physically powerful person. Right. To use someone's to energy against them. use someone else's energy against them and to make sure that, that you can defend yourself effectively, no matter whether they're armed or not. There's a there's a recurring so, theme of minimum effort for maximum maximum effect. effect. I always liked also the description that an aikido you're supposed to throw the person mm-hmm. and back away or you know try to get uh, some space well, between you. Just you get whereas them. judo you throw the person and then you break their leg. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and you have the thing about aikido is that it's designed to give you choices. Right. You could choose to stay there and you've taken the knife away from them, right. you can stab them with it. You could choose. You've taken, you know, this stick away. You could use your Joe staff and you could hurt them once they're down, yeah. break the knee, break whatever we want to do. But the, the simple fact of the matter is it's about choices. So you have the choice right. at that point not to damage them further. And it's their choice if they want to re-engage you. Um, what I like about martial arts for kids and what I specifically like about Aikido for children is the idea that it's all about the mental discipline and it's all about getting them to practice and understand their body and their connection to their body. So I don't think martial arts are bad for children as long as you are teaching them how to use the martial art in the right way. It's and Aikido doesn't have a wrong way. Right, right. Which is the interesting part about it? Um, well, there's it's very much, very much about who you're practicing with, who is your instructor, yep, what is their philosophy, and what do you bring to the table? I mean, if you you come to Aikido as a antisocial, violent person who enjoys hurting, you're not going to last. You're long. not going to like it for <laughs> one thing because it's not violent. Yeah, and it's it's not that's not the kind of person that it attracts. There are people out there who practice martial arts with an intent to injure where they they have glorified the i'm going to mess you up so meet your instructor learn about their philosophy and see you know do i want my child learning this attitude right Uh, aikido by its nature generally speaking doesn't attract that kind of you know i'm going to injure so we're we're comfortable with it yeah um but you can B, I mean, there are joint locks that you do as part of Aikido that you have the option of destroying someone. Oh, yeah. Of destroying the joint, yeah. um, We we practice very hard to have the control not to do that because you don't want to do that to your practice partner. And you don't want to do it, yeah, you don't want to do that accidentally to someone. But But you have have the option, a little more power here, and something's going to snap. At the same time, when adrenaline is up, when things are moving quickly, I mean, we have been in... um, you know, I've I've been in promotion exams where I've walked away bloody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're kind of you're you're walking off and you realize, oh yeah, I'm I'm bleeding from several spots yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. You know, I I ripped a ripped a toe on the mat as I was yeah. going mat and ripped burn. ripped the nail yeah. completely yes. off. Took some serious mat burn from rolling and 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 I caught yeah and I you know got my nose smashed once. Um. But it is interesting to watch someone who's my size, who's five foot two, mm-hmm. um, and just not very big, um, and actually throwing and dealing with people of varied sizes, right. dealing with someone, you know, a, a guy who's five foot six, a guy who's six foot tall, a guy who's six foot six, mm-hmm. and being able to handle someone who is twice your size. 
uh, and be able to throw them very, very far based on their own inertia and momentum. And that is awesome. Now, there's also what you call the, the shock falls. Where you take them down, directly down, and you put all their inertia straight into the ground. Right. Every molecule in your body hits the ground at the same moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that is actually a pretty good move if you want to stun them for a while to be able to run and get away. But, yeah, the whole point is, um, is that martial arts... When you're engaging them for children, you just need to be conscious of which martial arts you're choosing and why and what it's teaching them. Yeah. What are you teaching? What are you teaching them? Um, I would also like to give a shout-out to Grape Soda for being delicious. This from Noxus. Okay. Grape Soda. On a substantially less serious subject. Yeah. Um, I have a quick email here. This goes into our discussion from last week mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about movies. Uh, to your discussion about I Am Legend. Yes. Have you seen the Charlton Heston movie Omega called Man. Omega Man? Oh yes. oh, yes. It was the first attempt to do a movie from the I Am Legend book. Omega Man is one of my favorite movies. And all I was thinking during the Will Smith movie was the Heston movie was much better. And, and the Heston movie was actually the second attempt. Tiberius. Yeah, the first one was a... I Am Legend. Oh, was it called? Yes. There was an Vincent original, Price, like, 1945 movie Vincent called Price I Am Legend, right. yes. Um, I can, we can IMDB that if you want. Yeah, I, um, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. But, um, yeah, and there's been... This is the third or fourth iteration This is the third them, iteration that I'm aware of. ...of doing, trying this movie, and I think... I can't remember if Omega Man or the, the original I Am Legend is the one that's closest to the book. My understanding is uh, Omega Man's pretty close. I okay. mean, I remember him at the end, you know basically sacrifices himself, develops the serum from his own blood yep. um, to save the people, and you know, he definitely dies at the end. Right. Um, the... Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, totally distracted by the blackboard okay. there. There is that moment where, yeah, Vincent Price did the first, um, but uh, Omega Man is the second one. And so you had an I Am Legend and Omega Man and then this other I Am Legend. Right. And they're all based off of the original book. Ouch. Um, and it's, you know, again, it's good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So thanks for the Is email. movie tangents a feature now? Korvac would it like sure to know. It sure seems that it way. It should be. Somewhat. Yeah. I said we, we got to do a movie show sometime. That'd I have cool. to tell you, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> Oh, we got a little bit from the old Black Void here. Yeah. That's the shout-out from... Oops, wrong one. Got a couple shout-out emails still we'll get through. Um, okay, uh, what up, casual crew? Nadir from Trollbane, U.S., a member of Kindred Souls. Last night I ran the Nexus, but not in my usual kitty DPS. No, no, I was tanking. This is my first time tanking, no, no. and I won't be looking back. Probably the nay, best nay. gold I ever spent on a respec. Also, we picked up two random people for DPS and no pug WTF. Harmonious jubilation. So, level 74 feral druid tank. Yeah. Loving for the bear. Welcome to the fold, my child. Yep. Don't look back at the great unwashed. You are with the good now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I think bear, I think clean. <laughs> My bear is fastidiously clean, well groomed. Nice. All righty. Magically yeah. delicious. Well, I have a slightly longer one. Go for it. Um, this is entitled 13 Hour Wrath Install. Oh, dear. Uh oh. And it is um, from H Monster, from Anacrate. Acro- Anachronous EU. Hey, Gnome, IO Grail, Carpet Shark, and new level one Prairie Dog. 
Just thought I'd tell you about my wrath install troubles and maybe a warning to others. I went to the midnight release as my local Tesco's, but after queuing for half an hour, they told us they only had 10 copies, and I was about 20th in line. So I went to game and got mine the next day at 9 a.m., no problems. I got home, and like many others, my DVD didn't work. After 20 attempts, I gave up and thought it could be my DVD drive. Two hours later, trying new firmware, drivers, etc., I gave up on that too. I went to the official forums with the grace of God, OFC, and um, saw many others had the same problem. Some were there linked to the Wrath download, so I thought, great, and started the 1.9 gig download. You and Another two hours later, it was in. Another one gig patch to do, another hour. Finally, that was done. Started the game. Log on, not recognized. Turns out the link was for the U.S. version, oh. as was the patch, so it wouldn't recognize Ooh. my EU login. And try as I could, I couldn't find a way to uninstall the U.S. version. I had to uninstall all of WoW, then reinstall it all. Oh. Vanilla then Burning Crusade, then download the EU version, now 5 gig due to not having had the previous patches, then patch 3.0.2. Finally, 13 hours after buying it, I was finally able to play. Please mention this on the show so others who haven't got it yet don't have the I troubles I did. Man, well, she just give you like your 71 now. Just for... <laughs> right. <laughs> just 13 for hours, 71. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I have a rather brief one here. Shoot. Uh, Plateware questions. Point was made about three platewares in the game now, Paladin, Warrior, and Death Knight. The point deals with what with what class a given plate piece would be best suited for. So in relation to that, I have these questions. What would be the ideal stats on plate for the above classes? Um, that also gets into your spec, though. So yes. it's kind of difficult to answer. I would say warrior, you're looking for, if you're a tank, you're looking for, obviously, defense. You're looking for stamina. You're looking for AC. Uh, Paladin, you're going to have intelligence. Intellect is the dead giveaway stat for a paladin piece. And Death Knight kind of falls more in line with a warrior. They do get some benefit from intelligence, but I would much rather have, like, plus to attack power on a Death Knight than I would plus to spell power. Death Knight gear is a lot like... DPS warrior gear is my um, understanding. Have you seen plate with stats that are clearly for one class or another? I would again answer that. I've seen a uh, plate that has a definite spec in mind. Yes. Um, obviously, again, with intelligence, you, you're not looking at a warrior piece there because um, they're all dumb. No. Uh, well, I hit the bad guy. Uh, and then, how would you deal with a loot roll on plate that has mixed stats if there were all of the above classes in the party? Need and yeah. and roll it. <laughs> if you think you need it, yeah. Only you are the deciding factor on that. Yeah. If they cuss you out and kick you for winning the roll, mm-hmm. they were a lousy group. Yep. Unless you're a complete tool and you're and you are you know a prot warrior rolling on intellect and spell damage plate, yeah. then no. Somebody rolled on a cloak that has resists on it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Resilience. Yeah. Give it to the healer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tool. Alrighty then. For the questions. Well, uh, I am. Um, it's eleven twenty-eight game time. Yep. And it is time for uh, the suicide. If those of you who are going to jump, um, shall we make it happen? Yep. Let's wrap up the make show it and happen, hand off. Happen, All right. Yep. Hand it off to Octale, Hordak, and Doc Dead. If you have not yet made a moment, uh, take some time to check out the other shows on the WoW Radio Network, most particularly our newest show, Pug. Uh, We were actually driving around yesterday listening to part of the live uh, Pug broadcast yesterday. And here I go. Ah. 
dead. Right. I did hit the streets. Splatted on Dalaran. She made it. To oh, Lineth bubbled. You go back coward. to the coward. <laughs> coward. Callies. Oh, for I the tell news. Alrighty. So, check us out on the web, www.wcradio.com. Click on the show's link, check them all out, join us on the forums, join us in IRC for a live show. It is an experience unlike any other. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore, live on WoW Radio with Gnomewise, Iolite, Grail, Nemesis and the Dog shouting in the background. We will catch you next week, same bat time, same bat channel. We are... Bye-bye, radio people.